0: This podcast may contain graphic and or explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners, especially kids like me. (laughs) Listener discretion is advised.
1: You're listening to the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by the Thin Blue Line for Women. In this podcast... We open up and talk about real-life issues as they relate to first responders. It's raw, it's real, and it's about time. I'm Tamara, your host. Thanks for joining me. This is a moment of silence for Alyssa Gale Chambers, also known as Gigi. August 27th, 1962, to April 4th, 2020. Gigi, you are missed by so many of us. Rest in peace in God's arms. Hashtag I love you. forget, you can listen to the Real Life Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. I always like to give shout outs and I haven't done it in a few weeks. So these are some people that constantly listen to the podcast they write me messages and tell me how much they appreciate the podcast um just just regular people everyday people that i've come really close to on facebook and twitter and instagram so here are your names don pantano carla westhaven cindy ward pat yawn detective blue line alma with a yellow flower in her hair johnny socks be cool 88 Lee Roberts, Terry Armenta, Liz Sumter, Donna Brown, Sergeant Manders, Brad Pridgen, Chaplain Vicki, H. Clary, Ann Wedig, caninelifeco.com, Sarah Jewell, Lori Cooper, Cami, I have your six, Leah Demarist, Jill Bemi, Live PD Snarkasm, Broken Medic, Susan Neeland, Becky Rice, Becky Howell, Tia Johnson, and Benjamin Tyler-Smith. So I just wanted to shout out to all of you and say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to The Real Life Podcast, and thank you for your friendship. Welcome to season two, episode one. I want to take this moment to thank some very special listeners who are monetarily supporting the Real Life Podcast. By giving just a minimum of 99 cents a month, you've all kept this podcast going and your money pays for the program I use to record the guests. Thank you to Cami, Ron, Ben, Katie, Paul, Kelly and Anne. I super appreciate all of you. If you'd like to support the Real Life podcast, just click on the link that I post in Twitter and Facebook each week. And look for the button that has the word support in it with a dollar sign next to it. Now, I'm also happy to announce that the Real Life Podcast is being listened to in the following countries, the United Kingdom, New Zealand, Canada, the Philippines, Argentina, Australia, Lebanon, Sweden, Ireland, and of course, here in the United States. So without further ado, welcome to season two, episode one. I have a wonderful man joining with us today for today's episode. It's Chaplain Ron with Canines for Christ. Hi, Ron. How are you?
0: Hi. How you doing? It's good to see I'm you.
1: I'm good. Thank you for joining me. Can you just tell me a little bit about you and your wife before we talk about Canines for sure. Christ?
0: Uh, Marilyn and I in um, April will be married 25 years, and uh, we met in Memphis, Tennessee, and a, um, At a large church. uh, The late Dr. Adrian Rogers in Memphis was our pastor, and we met there and got married. When I was 37, she was 36. Uh, We have no children. Marilyn worked for Lifeway for 30 years, and then she retired, and I am retired military. And um, we've been married for 25 years and have no children, but we've got two dogs, our therapy dog, Molly, and our new puppy named Maddie.
1: You're a veteran. Where, where, so am I. So, what, what branch of the service were you in?
0: I was in the Navy for 10 years and the Army National Guard for 10.
1: Nice. I was in the Air Force. Thank oh, wow. Thank you for your service.
0: Well, thank you for your service.
1: Of course. So, tell me what is Canines for Christ?
0: Canaan's for Christ is a ministry that we call a ministry of presence, which means that we just try to be there for people. Sometimes we encourage our volunteers to use the vocabulary of silence, which means they're just there waiting for waiting for people and ministering to people. Canines for Christ was started in 2007 and 8 by a guy named Chaplain Larry Randolph out of Tampa, Florida. Larry was in church one day, and he was prompted to start a therapy dog ministry, but he didn't have a dog. He said, God, I don't even have a dog. And the Lord said, I didn't ask you all that. I asked you to start a ministry. And so Larry went out and borrowed his sister's dog and started Canines for Christ, fast forward about uh, 12 to 14 years now and we have 900 volunteers in 36 states and five foreign countries and 1000 plus therapy dogs
1: oh my gosh wait say that again i want to write this down 900 volunteers
0: in 36 states
1: 35 five
0: foreign countries uh-huh. and 1,000 plus therapy dogs.
1: Wow. And you have Molly. That's your therapy dog.
0: Molly is our therapy dog. Molly is nine years old, and she's out
1: oh. Okay, so when, when did you start volunteering for them? I, I started
0: it. volunteering in uh, 2012. And since then, Molly has been over 4,500 visits bringing God's comfort to others.
1: 4,500. Okay, that's in eight years. Wow, that's a lot. And and you're you're in Nashville, Tennessee, correct?
0: Nashville, yes ma'am.
1: Okay, wow. So you're having you're having a lot of trouble with COVID-19 there right now.
0: Oh, yes. Right now with COVID-19, we're having not as much as New York or New Jersey or or Connecticut or Washington, D.C., but we are having our our, our cases here. And Mm -hmm. as you know, that during this stressful time, our healthcare workers, our first responders, and especially our law enforcement are really going through stressful times beyond the stress that they normally see on a day-to-day basis.
1: Oh, yeah. So, okay, well, before we talk about um, how your dog Molly goes out and helps others. Tell me Molly's story.
0: Molly is a rescue dog. Uh, Molly was rescued in a place called Mount Juliet, which is a suburb of Nashville. And Molly was out and somebody left her and her mom out in 18 degree weather to die and uh, a volunteer found them and adopted the dogs up in New York, and Molly got adopted by us in, um, in Nashville, Tennessee. So we, we, uh, we uh, rescued Molly from certain death, and we really love to share that story.
1: Wow, 18. Yeah, that's cold. <laughs> yeah. That's really cold. Now, what kind of dog is Molly, and, and how old is she again? Molly is nine
0: years old, and nine. she is a, a German lab mix.
1: Oh, wow, German Shepherd and lab. No, I've seen her pictures. The listeners can't see the pictures right now because we're on the podcast, but if they go to the website, which we'll tell at the end, they can see all the pictures. They can see all
0: the pictures of Molly, and they can go to my website and see that too. Yes, ma'am.
1: Okay. Awesome. So- so tell me about the actual ministry. Like what? Like who? Who do you serve? Like is it is it medical people? Is it law enforcement? Is yeah. it cancer people? Uh, like who? we we
0: really we started serving through our nursing homes, which that's pretty much cut down now with COVID nineteen. Um, but we've been serving our ner- nursing homes. We go to the Hope Lodge, which is part of the cancer patients and everything. We serve them. And in twenty fifteen, we actually just started serving our law enforcement, first responders, and healthcare workers. And God has really opened up that door we've got now about 60 to 70 volunteers and that's all they do is minister to our law enforcement personnel and our 911 dispatchers. i love to mention them because as you know they are our hidden heroes. Oh, yeah. If we did not have 911 dispatchers, your law enforcement folks would not know where they're going. Absolutely. So, uh, we love our 911 people's and I, I love to call them our hidden heroes because they do such a tremendous job. So we serve a lot of our 911 dispatchers too.
1: So, well, tell me what that looks like though. So, so how does the call get put in for? For Molly, for you. For Molly to go.
0: What we do is I have a relationship with our Nashville, Tennessee 911 dispatchers, and I go on a regular basis, obviously with COVID-19, I've not been going at all, but we've been going on a regular basis about once a month, we go and visit them, and we're able to see about 60 to 70 volunteers, our, our 911 dispatchers at a time, and Molly just goes around, they pet Molly, they love on her, and they just do all kinds of things.
1: Aww. So, okay, but, but tell me, be a little more descriptive, like how, like how does one... Call Call, they call you on the phone? Do they?
0: Yeah, what What do they do it? is, um, I usually set a schedule. I'll, I'll, I'll email them about a week in advance and they'll say, hey, this is a good day to come. And so I try to make sure I hit the um, all. All three shifts. So I'll go like at 5 a.m. in the morning to catch what we call C detail, and then I'll catch A detail when they come in also, and then I separately separately uh, call B detail, and they have me come in and visit. And uh, and it's really neat, especially when we've had a tragic officer-involved shooting or we've had an officer go down. I'll visit the 911 dispatchers, and most of our dispatchers will come up and just cry on Molly because they're just Aww. letting their stress out, letting That's their stress
1: awesome. out. Awesome. Now, so do you just work in Nashville or do you work in other states as well?
0: We also work in other states. We, um, um, I, I go to Alabama, Kentucky. I'll sometimes go to North Carolina. But we have a lot of our volunteers in about 36 states. So we have our volunteers that are working with 911 dispatchers in pretty much all those states.
1: Now, does your wife go with you? Yes, yeah,
0: she goes with me when she can. Uh, like I said, we've got a new puppy named Maddie. Aww. And so she has been home training her. We call Matt, Maddie Terror of the Skies. And uh, Maddie is a neat gal, but she is going to be a future 911 hero. And we're looking forward to having her do that. She is 12 weeks old now. And so we're looking forward to doing that. But yes, Marilyn goes with me when she can. But she keeps a lot of the home front things going for me. So I can right, right. do this. Yeah.
1: That's so sweet. Now, so COVID-19 obviously has affected the way you're ministering to others yeah. right
0: now. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it does.
1: But yeah. I saw in the news, um, and I just read it, that you delivered pizza?
0: Pizza. We oh, deliver Buffalo Wild me, Wings. Yeah, and today, and today, I just got a partnership with Domino's Pizza. They're going to be working with us on doing this, and uh, the, from a national scale, but they're going to be doing it locally with us. And so, our uh, police officers are um, excited about that. I had a lieutenant write me the other day and said, "You're a scholar and a gentleman, son. Thank you very much." And so they are really, they are really appreciative of what's going on.
1: That is so awesome. Now. How long do you see yourself volunteering? For canines for Christ.
0: Well, I've been volunteering since 2012. I'll volunteer probably till the day I die. So I just um, we have a guy. Uh, we have one of our oldest volunteers is 94 years old in a part of the country, and he uh, he came to know the Lord a few years ago and said, "I just want to use my talents for the Lord." So he is uh, he is amazing. out there serving the Lord, and we have young. We have a volunteer as young as four that goes out with her mom and dad and uh, ministers with her dog. So it's kind oh, of that is so sweet.
1: So. So what if a listener is interested in this sort of ministry? How do they contact you? And I, get would,
0: have, I, I would have them go to the website, wwwk the letter 9 uh, org. That's www.k9forchrist.org. And they can go to the website. They can go to the volunteer page, and it will show them exactly how they can get involved. The only thing we ask, Tamara, is that, people be, is that the dog is good with children. It's good with people, and it's absolutely never bitten anybody. So that's okay. what we ask for. And then we take the dog through the AKC, which is the American Kennel Club. And once we get them through there, we put a million dollar liability on every single one of our dogs that go out.
1: Oh, just in
0: case. uh, Just in case. We've never had to use it, but we've, uh, we're, we're glad that it's there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, with 1,000 dogs, I'm surprised we haven't had one bite yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we haven't. And we've been very, very fortunate. We tell them that it's basically gone more than anything else (laughs) that's helped us on that. So,
1: so. Okay, so where can they find you besides the org? Are you on Facebook? And uh, yes, I'm on Facebook.
0: And- they can look up Canines for Christ Nashville and have us on Facebook. And um, um, obviously you can go to the website and put that link down there. And um, I'm also on Twitter, but I pretty much try to go through with Facebook and everything.
1: And what about Instagram?
0: Instagram, I'm not on that yet. I've got a lot okay. of my friends that are on it, but I have not gone to that. I
1: have not uh, done that wondering. yet. I just wondering. am just making sure. Now, <laughs> yeah, I stay any- busy
0: enough with the other forms of social so- media, <laughs>
1: Believe me, Chaplain Ron, I know what you're talking about. With yeah. with the Blue Line for Women, I am constantly on yeah. on on this. The yeah. and,
0: and with your and with your organization out there, you've got some great ladies that have not only you're not the only one that's written some great books, but they've written some great books too. And I would encourage people to go to your website and see how they can get those books because it really gives you an insight of what they go through.
1: Now, you're reading my book right now, correct?
0: I'm reading your book right now, and um, and I'm going through it slow uh, because, like I said, it's a lot to grab. As you know, you know, you really uh, get down to the the shoe leather meets the road on this thing and stuff like that. But it's really going, I think, in the future, Tamara, it's going to really help a lot of people go inside the mind of an actual CSI person so that at least they can know, not be an expert in it, but at least have a working knowledge of what's going on.
1: Right, right. What chapter are you on?
0: I'm on Chapter 3 now. So, um, I've got through the uh, other part. Uh, and I'll just say, brain. <laughs> brain.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't want to have to have a cheeseburger for a while, right? No,
0: I, I really don't. But you know, I, I've got a pretty strong stomach, and uh, the Lord's allowed me to go to to go to bed at night and pretty much be able to block that out. So that's that's
1: good. good. Yeah, I, I tell people don't read it before you go to bed because it, <laughs> it, it's, it's disgusting. I mean,
0: it's um, uh, it's just yeah. sad
1: and tragic. And well, I, I'm also
0: I, I'm also reading another book called uh, Through My. Uh, it's called uh, Devotions Through a Cop's Eyes. And, uh, and that's oh. helping me to kind of balance things. And everything
1: oh, that's, like that. so, wait, I, okay, tell, tell me about that one. Devotional yeah, that's
0: the, that's a great book. What I'll do is I'll send you the link to those, and maybe you can put it on your website or something I like that. I would love um, that. And, um, and, um, and um, also, uh, with Canines for Christ, if you would like to put ours on your website, Larry said we could exchange links and everything like that would be good.
1: You are already on my website, sweetie. Oh,
0: that's right. And yes. uh, that's right. And Larry said he's going to put you on, on his. I'm, I'm actually oh, now. It just takes him a while because he's got so much going on with the ministry. And oh, I
1: don't and, mind that at all. I've had uh, you on there for a while. That's I right.
0: Know. I remember it now. I'm sorry. You sure do. That's just, uh, no. I told people I don't have Alzheimer's disease. I got some times disease.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: So okay. It's just,
1: we're going to take a quick break because when we come back, I want you to tell me some Molly stories. Okay. Okay. That sounds so good. We'll be right back. Okay. Are you looking for thin blue line gear? It's available on our website at thin blue That's thin blue line. The number four women.com. Show your support for law enforcement and get your thin blue line gear today. Just click on shop at ThinBlueLineForWomen.com Are you interested in CSI or Forensics? The Forensic Science Academy program has been recognized as the premier training program completely dedicated to students who are launching their forensic career. The Academy offers specialized hands-on training modules in basic and advanced crime scene investigation, forensic photography, fingerprint identification and classification, crime scene management, and corner investigations. Instruction is offered in the form of weekend workshops, online courses, webinars, and seminars. Training at the Academy of Forensic Science will give students the competitive edge employers and agencies are looking for when hiring. Past graduates are now working as crime scene investigators, private investigators, forensic pathologists, coroner investigators, forensic nurses, forensic accountants, and even criminalists. The courses are taught by forensic professionals who are experts in the field and hold membership in the International Association for Identification and other professional forensic organizations. For more information, Visit forensicscienceacademy.org. Again, that's forensicscienceacademy.org. I ask some of you to leave messages telling me what you're thankful for. So, in a second, I'm going to play those messages. But I'm thankful for my family, especially my daughter. I'm thankful that I'm retired at such a young age. I'm thankful that I can live in the beautiful state of Tennessee. I'm thankful that I'm not sick with COVID-19, and I'm thankful no one in my family or anyone I know is sick with COVID-19, and I'm happy to have a really good relationship with Jesus Christ. So here are some messages from some friends of mine on Twitter and what they're thankful for. I am grateful for all the doctors and nurses and healthcare workers and I am especially grateful for the scientists and the scientific community who are working so hard to help us be well and stay well. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Susan in Seattle. This is Sue and I am thankful for grace and the hope we have in Christ of eternal life reunited with our loved ones and an eternity of serving and glorifying God. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my mom and my grandfather, for my son and my grandchildren, and most of all, I'm grateful to God, because without Him, I wouldn't be here. And I am so grateful for all the first responders and healthcare workers out there who are helping to keep us safe and helping to heal those who are sick. I am truly thankful for each and every one of you. God bless you all. I am thankful for my family who's healthy. I'm thankful for my husband in May. It'll be 16 years that we've been married. We've been together 23. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my job. And I'm just thankful that uh, we have another day to watch the sun rise and the sun set. Have a good one. And we're back with Chaplain Ron. Thank you again for joining. Um, I want you to just tell us some fun stories about Molly because that's, you know, dog, everyone loves dogs. Everyone
0: yes. Molly. I love dogs. to tell The first one I tell is from law enforcement. Uh, we took her to, we, we try to take her to roll calls with roll calls. Uh, in light of COVID-19 roll calls are not being done across the nation. But now when we go back to roll calls, I'll be taking Molly to some roll calls. And the first roll call I took her, it was about five years ago. Molly was only four or five and the, And the sergeant got up, as you know, in roll calls, you've been to roll calls, and they go on and on and on about what you need to do and what you have to do out there. And the sergeant just kept going on and on and on. And Molly, in the middle of nowhere, just went, (laughs) and everybody laughed and said, sergeant, that means for you to shut up and sit down. (laughs) And and you can feature that with some of those sergeants. She's saying, Will they just shut up? You know, (laughs) we know what to do. You know, we're not going through the academy again, you know. So it's, uh, it was funny. And and another story I love to give about Molly is that one time we were in a nursing home and a lady was bedridden. And she says, Oh, I wish Molly would come up and lick me. Well, we don't encourage the dog to jump in the bed because they could hurt the older patient. But Molly, without me being able to stop her, jumped into the, Empty part of the bed, crawled up to the lady and started licking her on her face. So it was just a tremendous, tremendous story that we have. And uh, Molly is just, um, it's been good. Um, And another God story I want to give about our dog named Gracie, which is in Tampa. Gracie went into into a, a, a nursing home where a man was in a coma. And Gracie all of a sudden just started staring into the skies for about a minute. And then Gracie slowly walked over to the man and laid down beside him until he died. Oh my and goodness. so, you know, I don't know what the dog saw, but the dog must have saw something into the outer limits and everything. We just don't know, know what goes know. through a dog's eyes. We just don't know. And yeah, so those are incredible. those are three of God's stories, two of them with Molly and one nationally. That just is wow. like tremendous, tremendous story. That's and we, really cool. We've got many more too, and stuff that I can tell you. Our volunteers write you me go. every day with a story. Well, uh, we have uh, we have one where where a lady uh, we give them a a, a a business card that on the back has um, how you can come know the Lord. Okay, and so this lady came in the next day and um, and gave her the card, and the week later she ran up to the volunteer and said, "I've just I've just got this card, and I've trusted the Lord." to take me to heaven with me, and and within a month, she was gone, so that was, uh those are just another story that we love to share with people, wow. like that. so that's uh,
1: incredible.
0: So those are great stories, yeah, and, and and like I said, our volunteers across the country have hundreds of stories, we have a, we have a volunteer in San Antonio, Texas, that has got three dogs, very trained German shepherds, and when she can't get out, she is doing a, uh, a, a video on Zoom for the volunteers down there, and they're exercising with their dogs, and so that's that's another thing. We have a, a, a we have a, a thing in in Tampa that they call dog Church in a rehabilitation center with people that are really severely disabled, and they have about thirty dogs there, and they sing and they have church with the dogs. So wow,
1: that's cute. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we we do that. We have what we call reading buddies, to where the dogs go to schools and the children read to the dogs. So it's kind Aww. of a neat, it's kind of a neat thing. It really is. It really and they
1: sit still long enough to listen to the reading.
0: Yeah, they just the, the the kids just love it, you know. And the dog just sits there, you know, and everything. And my dog used to be a reading dog until she became a crisis response dog. So, it's, oh,
1: uh, okay.
0: Molly okay. Molly is in about five schools in Nashville. That if we, God forbid, have a school shooting or something, Molly will go and comfort the students. There, Ugh, so,
1: yeah. God, I hope you don't have another one. Of well, those I
0: know that ever. I, uh, well, well, law enforcement <laughs> officers have told me, and you can say this from a law enforcement perspective. They said that our two major nightmares are mass shootings and school shootings. Those are our mm-hmm. two major nightmares that we have that. to go to. And, and, you know, I don't know, Tamara, did you ever have to go to a school shooting or
1: not? No, no, you know, no, never, never. Yeah. never. We so trained for never. it. You no, know, we, we trained for all that, but I was, I was thankful I never had fortunate to fortunate to
0: not to go and stuff like that. Right. We never had to in in Nashville, but we had our dogs in um we had our dogs in Parkland respond to the Parkland shooting down there, oh, and uh, wow. they also responded to the uh, Dallas ambush and everything like that. So oh, uh, we've wow. had several of our dogs that are trained and ready to go in if they have to go into those situations. We work very closely with the uh, Samaritan's Purse. If you've heard of them,
1: oh yeah, we yeah. work very Every closely year.
0: with them, and so wherever they go, they have given us an open invitation to join.
1: Them. Oh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah, I do the Christmas boxes every year with Samaritan.
0: Yeah, they birds. they do. And uh, we just worked. If you remember when Nashville had that tremendous tornado yes. that came through, uh-huh. I worked with Samaritans first to go in and they have put us on their national response list now.
1: So, You're talking about the one a few weeks ago? A
0: few weeks ago, the okay. tornado missed so, our house by two blocks. So,
1: yeah, I remember you saying that. Now that night. Okay, so you know where I am in, in
0: yeah, Tennessee. It, it, that it, yeah. night,
1: that storm went through our town and we had so much lightning and thunder that night. I My heard God, about rend- that. ended up in my bed and I was scared to death. It
0: stayed (laughs) it it went from Nashville to Cookville and stayed on the ground totally for 60 miles. It never got off the ground. So it was
1: it was was tough.
0: Now we're getting through April and hopefully we'll be through this tornado season, but you never know, you know I
1: know, I know. Now here's an interesting question. What do you do if you go if you go somewhere like a hospital or a school? And, um, and what, what happens when a kid or a person is an allergic to dogs? But they Okay, what well we
0: do, the, uh, the, the the teacher's trying to find out who's allergic so they can keep them away from them, basically, okay. is what they do. Uh, but the teacher, and the teacher just tells the child to stay away from the dog or stay to the other side. But you know that um, out of all our visits, I probably have only had three occasions that that has happened, so it's not um, okay. it's not really prevalent, no.
1: Well, I'm very allergic to dogs. Are you really? Oh, man. It uh, yeah, it's horrible. Um, I mean, the... If they lick me, I break out in hives.
0: Oh, man. And,
1: and if I'm in a home where somebody has their dogs inside, then I can't breathe. It takes about an hour for it to kick in, but then I can't breathe in my lungs. What about and cats? I, I use an inhaler. Cats? I am, but it doesn't affect me as bad. I have a cat.
0: Wow. Well, I am and so sorry about that. Horrible. Yeah, I know because you probably love animals, you know. And well, so I
1: have. Just... I found in Michigan a Native American Indian dog breed. Yeah that they're hypoallergenic and I, I, we have her and now, and I'm not allergic to her.
0: Well, what about golden doodles? They're, you know, out, um, I've heard that, that,
1: that I, that I, I won't be allergic to them either, but I haven't, yes. came, I haven't come across one. To pet, you can, to they're, pet it, to they're
0: expensive. Usually they're bred, and it costs about $3,000 to get one. So it's, yeah. Well, uh, it's my really... dog, my
1: dog wasn't cheap either. <laughs> 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 was so it's just,
0: uh, it. well, that is deep. Well, that's it. But those are just God's stories that we share. And yeah. the ministry has been really good. We, we, Ended last year uh, pretty much debt free, so it's really been good that we've been during this COVID nineteen. We've been able to reach out and bless others during a tornado response in any part of the country. We have a fund that we will give to animal shelters so they can feed the dogs and have food for them and everything like that. So we do that, yeah. So we're starting to reach out with that this year. Um, I'm part of the board, so I get a chance to see what God is doing through our volunteers across the country, and it's it's been neat.
1: Okay, so, so not only can people get on your website and learn about volunteering, but they can donate and give as well? They can
0: donate if they want to, yes. We always take donations. We do not turn them down. Um, and uh, we take donations. And we also have a chaplaincy program to where people can go on and they can go through the, uh, it's it's called uh, uh, Preparing in Crisis through the Billy Graham Association. They can go through that course and become one of our chaplains too.
1: Oh, so so, okay, do they have to have a dog with them or do they just? I well, they can do We usually,
0: yeah, we ask them to have a dog with them. Yeah, because okay. that's going to be what they're going to be bringing with them. But yeah, okay. yeah, they can go through that. But usually our volunteers have already had the dog for a year or two. They've done over 100 visits and then they become a chaplain. We have oh, okay. we have already sixty people people that have become chaplains with us. So.
1: so, what does it take to become a chaplain? How long is that training? And it's
0: it not paid? not long. It usually it takes a couple of months to go through it. the the um, the The course is pretty extensive. Larry will send them a link to that um, after after they meet all the other qualifications and then they go through it. So usually within a few months they're one of our chaplains and everything like that.
1: So it's an online course.
0: Yes, it's correct? an online course. Yeah. Okay,
1: so anyone can do that. All, Any, all anyone
0: can do that. Yeah, they don't have to do it through our organization, oh. but we require that because we know that uh, that Samaritan's personal milligram have been down the road. So that's why okay. we try to use them.
1: Does that course cost money for volunteers?
0: Uh, yeah, I, it's. I think it's about eighty to eighty-five dollars, but I'm not sure. Okay. And yes, they do have to pay that. But it's. But most people want to. They'll say, "Hey, I want to oh, do yeah. that. They'll be able to do that, and uh, okay. you know, and um, you know, we've um, uh, we used to not be able to charge for our for for our membership, but now people do have to pay a donation fee to, to come in. But everything they get, they get. Uh, they get the shirts. They get the. 250 business cards. They get the million dollar liability insurance. They get everything with that. So, oh, so
1: they're paying for that. That's
0: a that's yeah, great. Yeah, that stuff. stuff. Yeah, it's like $125, which is extremely cheap.
1: Yeah, yeah. right,
0: right. And, and most people don't even blink an eyelash, but that's on the website too. So they know okay. that when they own. Oh, when they go in there. Like I said, we used to be able to do it free, but when you've got to order 900 vests like that, you really, you know, you can't be doing it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. So (laughs) So. is
1: canine for Christ a nonprofit organization? I'm a one C
0: three. It sure is. Yeah. And so anything they give is tax deductible. Yes.
1: Okay. Wonderful. Now I, I also looked on your website, um, yesterday, but I also looked at it a week ago and I saw some really sweet pictures and I saw the picture of a dog on an elderly lady's gurney. Was that the story that you just told?
0: No, no, no. This one That's was not even one? taking a picture. We didn't have a camera no. for that. One. This was a story I have to tell verbally all the time because we oh. didn't know. It's uh yeah, it's uh it's it's really interesting. A lot of our dogs are just sweet across the country and stuff and just do all that. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah, they're very smart. Dogs are dogs are um, like man's best friend. Oh, I mean, they are. They really, really are. are.
0: They really are. They're just they're very
1: trained. attuned. Yeah, they're attuned to things.
0: It is absolutely wonderful what we do with them.
1: Yeah. So does the dog have to have a specific amount of training? You said they have to do a hundred visits.
0: Well, that, that that's that's a hundred visits for the chaplaincy thing. But when a person okay. gets a dog to begin with, we we encourage them if they're one year old or less to take them through PECO PETSMART Obedience training. And okay, that, that helps of that. to go through that. And then They'll go through the AKC, which is the American Kennel Club, and get that certificate, and that's for the insurance. But we really don't ask. We just want them to be, like I said, good with people, good with Mm -hmm. children, and have never absolutely bitten anybody. And as long as we have those qualifications, I think Larry has told me out of all these years, he's only had to turn down seven dogs. Wow, that's
1: that's amazing. That's right, yeah.
0: We haven't had to turn down
1: So again, you have 900 volunteers. 900 volunteers
0: in 36 states, five foreign countries. And uh, we just had um, England open to us. Uh, A man from England is training his dog to be a therapy dog. And then in Lithuania, we have two sisters that we were able to translate the the vest into Lithuanian, and they take... They they take their dogs with their husbands now. They take their dogs to nursing homes and everything.
1: So now the vest says what canines for Christ? It says canines for says? Christ
0: in Lithuanian. Yeah, it sure does. Oh,
1: yeah, so it's kind of neat. neat
0: and everything. And and people that are overseas, Larry just donates everything to them. He doesn't charge anything for anything overseas.
1: Wow, so, that's yeah. wonderful.
0: Yeah, so um, we have one in Africa, South Africa, and Germany. So we've got volunteers there. So it's been neat.
1: That's amazing. Is it this. <laughs> I've learned so much through just you talking right now I'm so thankful that you came on my episode thank you sure. so much
0: Oh I enjoyed it it's great and um, I, I I know this will go out to a lot of people and everything yeah. How long have you been doing how long have you been doing the broadcast?
1: You're going to be my thirteenth episode. So oh, okay. wow! Just that's a neat. few months. I started well, in that's January. That's
0: neat. That's neat. That's neat. It's
1: brand new. Well,
0: well, well during this COVID nineteen, I'm having a lot, um, an to ministry. A lot of people are wanting to do interviews simply because of what we're going through. So
1: it's right. Yeah, and it's it's a hard time right now. So okay, then then answer me this: Are you allowed right now to go see anybody? during I'm a, COVID-19? I'm
0: allowed to see our first responders. We go to the healthcare workers and we go to our law enforcement. Uh, those are pretty much it. I, uh, but- Um, I'm not able to go to the nursing homes. Obviously, they have been shut down. Um, I go to Kroger sometime and just walk through as a chaplain and see if anybody I can pray with or anybody I can help. I go to um, um, eating places that are opened up, that are taking, you know, uh, takeout orders that are businesses. And uh, so I'll go places like that. Mommy and I try to spend still about three to four hours out each day. I'll go early in the morning and then I go late in the afternoon. And what I do is I have my chaplain's thing with me and I just kind of do a patrol just like police do. Yeah, you know, right, right. and, and I know in your book that you talked about in your forward, that probably some of the best conversations you had was the coffee with your chaplain that you enjoy oh, yeah. sitting down with your chaplain all yes. the time. And I think chaplains more and more, especially in law enforcement are becoming very, very critical units there. The, they're not commissioned. They don't carry guns, but, you know, they are they are vital to law enforcement now. They oh, really yeah. are, you know, and you can probably say that from a law enforcement lady that, hey, yes, you sir. know, I'd love to have a chaplain around, you know, and everything yes. like that. Yes. So, one time I got to tell you a story. One time I got stopped uh, years ago. This before is before Canines for Christ. An officer stopped me and I, and he saw my chaplain's thing, and he said, "Slow it down. I ain't giving God a ticket." <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny. We had a good time. It was it was great, you know. And uh, and probably law enforcement, you have told people to slow down more than you've given them tickets. So it's
1: just... <laughs> oh yeah, I love giving warnings. I just like yeah, I, I hated giving tickets. I didn't like. Oh
0: boy, I know what you mean and stuff like that. But right. uh, but anyway, but I um, but I, but I'm encouraging our volunteers across the country do what the health experts tell you to do obey law enforcement obey health care obey your first responders they're not trying to take anything away from you they're trying to keep you alive Absolutely. so if i can tell your audience anything obey these people that know what they're talking about
1: obey amen yeah. amen thank you chaplain you're amazing thank you so much for being on tell your wife hello i will Tell your puppies, both of them, hello. And
0: after and after COVID-19, maybe we can come back and visit this again and everything. Yes, like that. that would if be wonderful. That would be great. And,
1: Ron, and for Canines for Christ. Now, say, say your website one more time.
0: www.k9forchrist.org. www.k9forchrist.org.
1: And that's F-O-R, not the number yeah, four. No, it's no. F O R, F
0: F O R. yeah. K9 okay. for Christ.org.
1: Wonderful. Amen. You go out and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. All right. Join me next week when I interview Tia Johnson, host of the Resting Mom Face podcast. We have a very real and raw discussion about how she handles the daily stressors of being a military wife and pretty much a single mom while her husband is away on deployment. I'll see you next week. The Real Life Podcast was recorded and is being made available by Anchor.fm and its affiliates solely for the informational and entertainment purposes. The information, statements, comments, views, and opinions provided and or expressed on the Real Life Podcast are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and are responsible for all show content and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the agencies and communities that the guests may serve. Some parts of the Real Life Podcast may contain adult content intended for people who are 18 years of age or older. Please listen responsibly.